does it matter what Christian church you belong to or what Christian denomination you belong to? Or is it enough just to be a follower of Jesus? This is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Well, hey, everybody, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Cold Brews and Catholic Truths. My name is Sean Hussey. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, in today's episode, again, like I said, we're going to be talking all about Christian denominations. And does it matter which denomination you belong to or what Christian church you go to? Or is it enough just to follow Jesus? Uh, but before we do that, uh, if you're a new visitor, welcome. Please please subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Uh, even if you've been watching some of these videos and episodes and you like it and you haven't yet subscribed, go ahead and subscribe um, and, and share it with your friends and family. Uh, just help more people find out about this show. If it's been a blessing for you, if you help to subscribe and like it and comment and share it around, hopefully it can become a blessing for more and more folks. Um, and just a couple more thank yous before I get into the episode for today. I just want to say a huge thank you, as I always do, to all of my patrons, those 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 of you on, on Patreon.com who are supporting the creation of this these videos, this episode, just for even as little as $5 a month. Um, I'm so grateful for all of you for making this possible. Uh, the time it takes to do these episodes, to be away from my family, to uh, to spend money on some of this equipment, it really wouldn't be possible for me to continue to make these videos, continue to do this YouTube channel without your generous support. So if you'd like to support this YouTube channel and this this podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Sean Hussey, and you can begin supporting for as little as $5 a month. The, the last group, the, the last uh, people I want to say thank you to is the sponsor uh, for this episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Hallow. Hallow is a beautiful, uh, amazing, and authentic Catholic prayer and meditation app. Um, prayer is, is, of course, the, the life of the spiritual life. That's the life of the new heart we have in Christ. And so we ought to be praying always. We, we pray throughout the day. We pray without ceasing in many ways. We offer our whole day to the Lord. But we should also have specific times that are set aside to be with God, to, to listen to his voice, to read scripture. Um, but sometimes, you know, that it can be difficult. It can be difficult to be in silence. It can be difficult to know how to pray. And, of course, the Holy Spirit guides us to pray. But, but Hallow is just an amazing app that can help introduce you to or, or encourage you in your own prayer life to, to the rich tradition of prayer that is that is in the Catholic faith and that has existed you know for, for many, many centuries. So check it out, hallow.com forward slash Sean Hussey. Again, there's a link for that in the description below. You get access to the full version of the Hallow app for free for 30 days. Hallow.com forward slash Sean Hussey. All right. Well, with that, let's get into today's episode. So I want to talk about Christian denominations. So recently I've had, I've had a few different conversations with some folks and, and I just hear this, this, this come up from time to time. And, and basically it's, it's almost like a criticism of, of talking about the differences between Christians or, uh, or something like that, where, where someone might say like, if Jesus is the way to salvation, then ultimately why does it matter which denomination we belong to? As long as we follow Jesus, as long as we give our hearts and lives to Jesus, uh, it shouldn't really matter which Christian church we belong to, or, or, or does it really matter which, which denomination we belong to? Surely God doesn't care about that as long as we follow Jesus. 
Um, so anyway, I've been having some conversations with some friends recently, and so I figured that it'd be a good opportunity to make an episode about this, to share a little bit about what I think and, and about what the Catholic Church teaches about, about this question. Does it matter um, what church a Christian goes to? Does it matter which Christian denomination a Christian belongs to? And so to respond to this question, I want to I wanna maybe give three reasons, at least three reasons as to why I think it does matter what church a Christian belongs to. The first is that a follower of Jesus is obedient to Jesus or should to be should be obedient to Jesus in all things. The second is that there is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ and the church that he established. And the third is that the division that does exist within Christianity among denominations is itself an obstacle to evangelization. So I want to get into each of these three things. But before I do that, I do just want to start by by saying a word of agreement, um, or at least I agree with the heart of this question, which is that there's a big emphasis on following Jesus. And so I want to start by saying that it is extremely important that we are followers of Jesus. If we are Christians, we're called to be followers of Jesus, to give our lives and our hearts to him, and to ask for him to, to make us holy to give us the grace to become like him, to spend eternity with him. So, of course, it's extremely important. The most important thing that we do as Christians is to follow Jesus and to give our lives to Jesus. So what I'm not going to be saying is that, it, you know, you should just, all that matters is that you belong to a certain church or you belong to the Catholic church physically. It doesn't really matter, you know, other than that. As long as you're there physically, you're good to go. I'm certainly not going to be saying that. It's It, it matters that we follow Jesus first, um, but then if we're followers of Jesus, um, you know, I'm going to start to talk about, does it matter then as, as followers, as committed disciples of Jesus, does it matter which Christian church we belong to? And I certainly think that it does. And so I'm going to be addressing uh, that. So, so this, this episode is video in a particular way is addressed towards anybody who's watching or listening, who is a Christian, whether a Protestant Christian, Orthodox Christian, or a Catholic uh, Christian, I'm assuming that those people who are listening to this one that you are um, that you're a follower of Christ already. Um, so, so I'm basing these these three points off the assumption that you're already a follower of Christ and you want to to give your life to Him. So that being said, let's get into the the first reason why I think it does matter for a Christian uh, which church or which denomination you belong to, and that reason is that a follower of Jesus Christ ought to be obedient to Jesus in all things, not just things that are convenient for him. Um, he, should, he shouldn't be able to pick and choose areas to be obedient to Jesus, but he ought to be obedient to Jesus in all things, and he ought to be a part of the church that Jesus Christ established. That's, that's, that's a way to be obedient to Jesus, of course. And I want to start with this question. Um, if it's true, you might not think this is true, but, but just consider the question. If it is true that Jesus started a visible church that has authority, he gave that church his authority, and that church still exists to, to this day, um, wouldn't you want to be a part of that church? If you're listening, you're a follower of Jesus. If Jesus established a visible church, and that church, he gave that church his own authority, and that church still exists to this day, wouldn't you want to be a part of that church? This is exactly what the Catholic Church claims about herself. The Catholic Church claims to be the church established by Jesus and given the authority of Jesus here on earth. And so if the Catholic Church's claims are true, wouldn't you want to be a part of the Catholic Church? Uh, I would say that a follower of Jesus, if you want to follow Jesus, then a follower of Jesus is one who's obedient to what Jesus taught and certainly a part of the church that he founded. 
I would argue that Christ established one church, not many churches, and all Christians should be a part of that one church that Jesus himself established. And that church is the Catholic Church. Uh, here's a, a few passages from Scripture just to kind of illustrate Jesus establish, establishing uh, a single church for all Christians to be a part of. Uh, in Matthew 16, 18, he gives Peter, whose name's Simon, he, he changes his name to Peter, which means rock. And, and he says to, I, I say to you, Simon, uh, or I say, you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He goes on to say, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, speaking to Peter. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So again, Jesus says, upon this rock, I will build my church. He doesn't say, I will build my churches. Jesus is building a single church with authority. And we hear a little bit more about the authority that church has. He talks to the apostles. He says to them in Luke 10, verse 16, He who hears you hears me, and he who rejects you rejects me. And he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. So the apostles now speak on behalf of Jesus. and He's building his church, remember, upon Peter and the apostles, this one church. And then again to the apostles, Matthew 18, verse 15 and 19, Jesus says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And he, if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and as a tax collector. Truly I say, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Jesus gives Peter and the apostles with him the authority to bind and loose, to have authority on earth. Uh, and this is the church that he establishes. It's a church, it's a, it's a visible church built upon the foundation of the apostles and their successors. And, and that church is given this authority, the authority of Jesus, right? He who hears you hears me. And finally, St. Paul says to, in his letter to Timothy, 1 Timothy 3.15, that the church of the living God, the church is the pillar and the foundation of truth. So, according to Tim Staples, or to quote Tim Staples, the Catholic Answers Apologist, he says, you cannot separate rejecting the church from rejecting Christ, according to the Bible. So, when we look at scripture, we see that Jesus established a church, and that church is given his own authority. So, what Tim Staples is saying here is that you, you can't separate rejecting the Catholic Church, Christ's Church that he established, from rejecting Christ. So if you are a follower of Christ, you want to be obedient to him, then you should become a part of his church, and that church is the Catholic Church. And that leads me to my second point, the second reason why it does matter which uh, Christian church you belong to. It matters that we belong to the Catholic Church, because uh, there is no salvation apart from Christ and apart from his church. The Catechism asks the question, how do we understand this affirmation, often repeated by the church fathers. So in paragraph 846, the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, Reformulated positively, it means that all salvation comes from Christ the head through the church, which is his body. Basing itself on scripture and tradition, the council teaches that the church, a pilgrim now on earth, is necessary for salvation. The one Christ is the mediator in the way of salvation. He is present to us in his body 
which is the church. He himself explicitly asserted the necessity of faith and baptism and thereby affirmed at the same time the necessity of the church, which men enter through baptism as through a door. Hence, they could not be saved who, knowing that the Catholic Church was founded as necessary by God through Christ, would refuse to enter it or to remain in it. End quote. So, in other words, Jesus Christ, of course, is the way to salvation. He is the one unique mediator. He's the one mediator between God and man. And he gives himself to us. He offers himself to us fully through the church that he established on earth as the means of our salvation. So that being said, what the catechism is saying here is one who uh, knows that the Catholic Church was, was founded by Jesus and is necessary for, for salvation. One who knows that but still refuses to become Catholic or who is Catholic and chooses to leave the Catholic Church, that person cannot be saved. So what does that mean? Does that mean that if you're not Catholic, you, you can't be saved? Uh, if, you're, if you're a Protestant or if you're an Orthodox Christian, you can't go to heaven? Uh, no. I mean, I wouldn't hold to that at all. The church wouldn't hold to that at all. The, the church certainly holds out hope for those who, through no fault of their own, do not know or do not believe that the Catholic Church is necessary and that it is Christ's church. Uh, if someone who, through no fault of their own, doesn't recognize uh, the Catholic Church, that what it is, that Jesus established the Catholic Church, that person can be saved. Not that they will be saved, but they can be saved. The church holds out the possibility for salvation for those people. In fact, the catechism goes on to say in paragraph 847, uh, this affirmation is not aimed at those who, again, through no fault of their own, do not know Christ and his church. Those who, through no fault of their own, it says, do not know the gospel of Christ or his church, but who nevertheless seek God with a sincere heart and moved by grace, try in their actions to do his will as they know it through the dictates of their conscience. Those too may achieve eternal life. Uh, so again, we're speaking about Christians here specifically. It doesn't matter which Christian denomination you belong to. It does because uh, the Catholic Church is necessary for salvation because the Catholic Church is the, the church instituted by Christ through which we are saved. The Catholic Church is the uh, mystical body of Christ. So to be a follower of Jesus is to be united to him and his body, which is the church, which is the Catholic Church. So if anybody is saved, he is saved through uh, by Jesus Christ, of course, through the church that he established, which is the Catholic Church. And, and so, yeah, Protestant Christians, again, Orthodox Christians, they certainly can be saved. We're certainly united in some sense through the baptism that we share. The Catechism says that those who believe in Christ and have been properly baptized are put in a certain, although imperfect, communion with the Catholic Church. With the Orthodox churches, it says, this communion is so profound that it lacks little to attain the fullness that would permit a common celebration of the Lord's Eucharist. So, in virtue of our baptism into Christ, all Christians, whether they're Protestant, Orthodox, or Catholics, um, all Christians are united in some sense to Christ's church through baptism. Um, although imperfectly, although Protestants and Orthodox imperfectly, although Orthodox a lot more closely than Protestants even, um, all, all Christians who have a, a valid Christian baptism, a Trinitarian baptism, are united in some sense to the Catholic Church. So in that sense, yeah, there's a real possibility, there's a real hope that that many Protestants, I would, I mean, I would say many Protestants can and, and probably will be saved through Jesus Christ and his church. 
But it's important to remember that just because somebody can be saved outside of the physical boundaries of the Catholic Church doesn't mean that they will be saved. Um, being a part of the Catholic Church is, is the most assurance that we can have of our salvation because it's the ordinary means by which Jesus gave to us to, to receive salvation. It's, it's, this like, it's like this analogy my brother Quinn uses oftentimes of like mowing your yard. And, and it's kind of like this. If, could you mow your yard um, with scissors? Would it do the job? Well, in theory, yes. I mean, if you cut one blade, it would be terrible. It would be very painstaking. It would be very tough. But in theory, yeah, you could make it, you could cut your whole grass. You could get to the finish line by just cutting with scissors one blade at a time. Um, but wouldn't it just be a lot easier just to use a lawnmower? Um, wouldn't that just do the trick a lot better? And, and, and you're much more likely to finish the job. You're much more likely, I would say, to not succeed by just cutting the grass with scissors. But if you use a lawnmower, then then it's very likely that you can that you can finish the job. Um, so this analogy isn't perfect, but but think of you know the lawnmower is kind of like the church that Jesus gave to us. The lawnmower is the Catholic Church. He gave the Catholic Church to us to give us the fullness of the gifts. He gave us to give us the sacraments to give us the ordinary means of grace by which we are to be saved. And in in loving Jesus and and following Him and receiving the grace that He gives us through His church. Um, we can, we can persevere to the end and be saved. So certainly those outside of the Catholic Church, um, Protestants, Orthodox, can be saved. Um, but there's, there's, of course, more certainty, more assurance within the Catholic faith. But I would say that anybody who is saved, anybody who's ultimately saved, is saved um, by Jesus Christ through his church. Even if they don't um, knowingly profess that in this life, if they are saved, they are saved through Jesus Christ and his church. And only God, of course, can judge that. So belonging to the church that Jesus Christ established um, is necessary for our salvation. So it's important um, which church we belong to. It's important that we belong to the Catholic faith. And finally, I would say that um, the division, the reason that's important which church we belong to, that, you know, that Christ actually established this one church and we belong to it, is because the division that does exist within Christianity, especially among Protestant denomination, this division is an obstacle to evangelization. According to Reformed Minister Peter Lightheart, he says, quote, Division cannot be the final state of Christ's church. If the gospel is true, this division is at best provisional. Jesus prayed that we would be perfected in unity, and this unity must be visible enough for the world to notice and conclude that the Father sent Jesus. Um, Jesus certainly did not intend to create many denominations. I think it's very clear, and I gave a few examples in Scripture, there could be many more, that Jesus intended to create a church, and he built that church upon the foundation of Peter and the apostles, and that church has continued through the, through the centuries um, from the successors of Peter and those apostles, and, and that church has continued to this day, and, and it's, it is the Catholic Church, um, which can trace its, its authority and can trace its lineage, its apostolic succession back to the apostles and to Jesus himself. So Jesus intended for this to be one church. Um, he did not intend for there to be many denominations. And in fact, up until the point of the Protestant Reformation, really there was this one unified church. There was a schism east and west about a thousand years into church history. But before that, the church was, was completely united as the one church that Jesus himself 
established. So I would say that the division that exists within Christianity is largely a part of the Protestant Reformation. And this division, this division among Christians is a scandal um, to the Christian message, to the gospel message, and it's an obstacle to evangelizing the world. So instead, what I would say is that Jesus established one church. He intended to establish one church. Um, and that church, he gave that church his own authority, and he gave, he gave us that church to be the source of unity for all Christians, so that when disputes arise, his church exists to be able to settle those disputes and lead us back to Christ and lead us into unity with one another. And most especially to be a witness to the world. If you look at the early church, if you look at the Acts of the Apostles, the unity that existed among the church the one church, that in and of itself was a witness to the world. That in and of itself was a witness uh, to bring folks into the unity of the church, the unity of the Catholic Church. So Jesus established this one church with authority, and this church still exists to this day, and we ought to be a part of it. And this church is, of course, the Catholic Church. So I'll, I'll leave you with this question, maybe just to consider. Uh, especially if you're you're not a, you're not Catholic, if you're a Protestant Christian or you're an Orthodox Christian, um, just to consider the, this question that I started with: if it's true, again, you may not think it's true, but it's worth considering. If if it's true that Jesus established the Catholic Church um, as His Church, as Christ's Church on Earth, and that Church still exists to this day, wouldn't you want to be a part of that Church? Hopefully, that's something you'll at least consider. All right, everybody, that's all I have for you today. Uh, ho hope this was helpful for you. Let me know what you think in, in the comments below. If you like this episode, please leave us a thumbs up. And as always, subscribe if you haven't already. We try to release, I release new episodes uh, dedicated to spreading and defending the truth of Catholicism. Have a great day, everybody, and God bless.